Network. Hope you had a fantastic footballing weekend wherever you may be located. My name is Nate Aparea. Thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And checking out the website, worldsoccertalk.com. You can find us all on Twitter at World Soccer Talk, at Sports Byline USA for updates on the show. And find me at Nate WST. Say you want to call me a, quote, pompous, good-for-nothing northerner that worships Megan Rapino, Or if you want to just say how much you enjoy the show and that you listen to it and you download it on iTunes, tune in, or Stitcher, you listen on Sports Byline, you love the show, you want to get in touch with the show, you can tweet me there, too, at Nate WST. Lyndon Lloyd is going to be our guest in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com. We're talking Everton. We're talking Merseyside. We're talking Premier League, baby. Saturday. Do you believe it? It's Monday right now? Saturday. Premier League kicks off. Community Shield this weekend. Arsenal taking down Chelsea. 2-0 at Wembley. And how about Petr Cech? I know he only made you know two or three saves in that game, but Petr Cech in his first competitive Arsenal match defeating Chelsea. That had to feel mighty nice for Petr Cech. And, man, I, I've gotten so much flack over the last few seasons for throwing this out before, God, <laughs> honestly, like the last three seasons. Arsenal could win the title this year. I'll say it right now. I'll be the first to say it right now here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Arsenal could win the title. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm not predicting them to win the title. You'll have to wait for my Premier League predictions, which are going to be coming out in about three days' time. But Arsenal could win the title. We'll leave it at that. Major League Soccer, what a weekend here stateside. MLS is becoming the Mexican League, and I'm completely okay with that. Everyone who wants to call it the the retirement league with no defense, you could call the Mexican league the retirement league with no defense. You're talking about the Mexican league where a half-interested Ronaldinho almost guided a small market team to a title this past season. MLS, follow the Mexican model. I'm telling you, more goals, more stars. Let's go. When a team figures it out at the back, it's all the more spectacular. How about it? Lyndon Lloyd with us on the other side of this break of toffeeweb.com right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at soccerondish.com are you sick and tired of cable and satellite prices going up and up and up if you're a sports fan like me one of the main reasons you're keeping your tv subscription is to watch espn But did you know that you can cut the cord, cancel your TV subscription, and watch ESPN live and legally on your computer, tablet, Roku, or phone and save a ton of money? With a subscription to Sling TV, you can watch all the ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, and AMC that you want. Plus, you also get the SEC Network, ESPN Bases Loaded, ESPN Buzzer Beater, Univision, and much more. 
From Sports Center to Hoops, Sling TV has got the best in live sports action and commentary. And today you can get a free seven day trial to Sling TV just by going to slingmytv.com. Again, to get a seven day free trial to Sling TV, go to slingmytv.com today. That's slingmytv.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. World Soccer Talk Radio is back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Tweet me with the love mail and the hate mail at NateWST and at World Soccer Talk for all of us at Sports Byline USA for updates on the show. It is a pleasure to be joined right now by Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com. We're talking Everton, we're talking Merseyside, we're talking Premier League, the Prem just days away, would you believe it? Lyndon, thanks for coming on, how you doing sir? Good, thank you, hello Nate, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, so uh, hey, let's start on the blue side of Stanley Park, let's talk about toffee expectations for this season Talk about the, the juxtaposition between 2013, 2014, and then the disappointment that was 2014, 2015. Basing things off of the last two seasons combined under Roberto Martinez, what are the expectations like going into this Premier League campaign for Everton? Yeah, you got that right. It was uh, quite, a, uh, quite a shift from one season to the next. So in terms of expectations... I think they're a little higher than they were um, when we ended last season. It's a bit hard to predict, though. We're not sure who's going to come in between now and the end of August um, before the transfer deadline. If you take it as things currently are, I I think I may may not be alone in feeling a little underwhelmed coming into the season. Uh, But as I said, I think we're going to have to wait and see what Roberto has up his sleeves in terms of additions to the squad. Well, I was going to ask you about that right here and we, we talk about new signings that's such a such a fun thing to do as as a soccer fan of of any team in any league is talk about the new players that have come in during the summer window going into to this upcoming season 
Not a whole lot of action for Everton this summer, but as you point out, it's a strange situation because there's still a month left in this thing, and Roberto Martinez is a, a master of sorts in terms of those last-minute deadline deals and being able to kind of wheel and deal on the final couple of days of the window as the season has already started. So, you know, how are you feeling right now as far as the, the transfer window and, and Everton's performance in the transfer window? And specifically, and this might be the most important aspect of, of this question, is what do you think they need? What can they still go out and get? Yeah, that's the, that's the key, really, isn't it? I think um, what uh, Roberto, just within the last couple of days, has highlighted, I think, are the main three positions. We need a centre-half to uh, replace uh, Antoine Alcaraz, who left, Sylvain Distan, both the veteran players who left. They're out the door. We need to replace at least one of those with um, some experience. We've got some great youngsters coming through. Brendan Galloway is one. Tyus Browning is another. But we do need, in case anything happens to Phil Jagielka or John Stones, we do need experience back up there. Uh, I would like to see his, uh, his much-vaunted number 10 creative playmaker come in. That's, that, for me, is the most, the most important position. Um, and then I think we need another striker. I'm, I was surprised at the end of last season when he said publicly that he wasn't looking for one. I don't think many of us were convinced on the basis of the last two seasons that Aruna Kone was going to make the difference. And certainly the preseason's shown that uh, he really isn't going to make the difference. And uh, thankfully, Martinez has come out in the last day and said that he's looking for a striker. So I think those three positions, there are others, but those are the main three. Lyndon, one thing I really like about certain clubs around England in, in the big cities, you know, you, you, you got your Liverpool clubs, you got your London clubs, your Manchester clubs, and within those three cities, it's becoming less and less common for there to be the cultivation of young talent with the, the big money game that, that English football has become. But on the blue half of Stanley Park, You've got a man by the name of Ross Barkley, and, and we're talking all about new signings and, and bringing in new blood. And, and when I talk about the cultivation of young talent, you're talking about a guy who is improving year by year. And maybe, maybe Arsenal might be the best example of this over the past few seasons as far as their young talent players who have gotten better and better through the Arsenal ranks. And there's a few other clubs that we should give credit to as well. But in regards to Ross Barkley right now, we're talking about a 21-year-old who maybe hasn't even hit full stride yet. What are the expectations? Again, we, we, that, that buzzword, expectations, when it comes uh, to a Premier League campaign, but specifically on an individual level with Ross Barkley, what are the expectations right now, and, and where is the ceiling uh, for this young English stud for Everton? Yeah, the expectations are high. They have been high ever since he broke into the team. Uh, he's someone that we've, those of us who are sort of close to the club and keep an eye on the younger, on the, on the youth ranks, We've known about him for a while. There's been a, a big buzz about him for a few years. He's, he's had his fair share of uh, long-term injuries, and that has really stunted his development a bit. So he's 21, but in many ways, he's, in terms of his development, he's actually a year or two behind. And so I think the expectation has been, um, has been big. It's been a heavy weight on his shoulders, and I think that showed last season particularly because in, in the season before, in uh, Roberto's first season, he, he, was, he just had some moments of absolute brilliance um, where we thought, wow, we found you know, the, the, the next Wayne Rooney. He's going to be the, uh, you know, the next big star. And obviously he's been 
um, a microcosm really of the team's performance um, <laughs> and uh, in the in the second season. He's you know he struggled. Uh, he's had his, his issues of confidence, and um, I think that expectation that you talk about has weighed heavily. There's been some you know the moans and the groans from the terraces when things don't go his way. I don't think that's helped. So in terms of this coming season, we're really looking to see if he's um, if he's able to put that behind him uh, to see if he's grown. You know, another year down the line, and, and we'll see how that goes. But um, he's he's phenomenally talented. Uh, we just hope that he can he can get things right in his head, and he can start producing. Well, I love that here in the states, there's there's this expression used in American sports, the the sophomore slump. And and when you look back to that that first real solid, consistent campaign for Ross Barkley in 2013, 2014, and just the electric displays at Goodison Park and and on the road for the Toffees, and then came the the bit of a of a downfall of of that second season, as you say, a, a microcosm very much of Everton's season. And you ended what you just said there, talking about the mental aspect of things. And I think it's so important to point out that we're talking about a 21-year-old man going into his third full season with the Everton first team, a team that he's actually been with for far longer than that. He's had a couple of loan spells under his belt. So is the mental side, in your opinion, Lyndon, really where it's at as far as the keys for Ross Barkley's success? I do, yeah. Perhaps more so than many of the other players. Um, I've actually met him, and he's very unassuming, um, very quiet. And I think, you know, it, it all goes on inside his head. Uh, he's, he loves what he wears. He's playing. This is his dream. He's realized his dream. And, um, you know, maybe he's got his own internal pressures to, to make that work. Um, so, yeah, I think certainly, certainly watching him um, last season, when, as I say, there, there were times when the crowd was getting on his back, um, and you just wanted to sort of shout at people and say, "Look, he's just 21. You know, <laughs> give him, give him his space." Um, so, yeah, I think more so if you compare him to someone like Romelu Lukaku, who's the same age, um, in terms of the confidence that they exude, um, they're, they're they're night and day from each other. Well, uh, the added pressure of the hopes of a nation. And the fact that many people, whether they're from the South Coast or whether they're from the far north of England and everywhere in between, they saw Ross Barkley playing for Everton a couple of seasons ago and said, that's going to be playing for the English national team. Let's have it. So, I mean, talk about added pressure on a late teenager and now a man uh, into his early 20s. I am very, very excited to see what Ross Barkley is going to bring to the table for Everton here in the 2015-2016 Premier League campaign, which is just a few days away. Would you believe it? August the 3rd right now, Monday, August the 3rd, Saturday. Uh, we're Saturday. We're a few days away. Saturday, Premier League kicks off. It is fantastic. The summer of international soccer has wound to a close. We're back in the Prem. Let's have it. Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com is our guest here on World Soccer Talk Radio. We're talking a little bit broader look of Merseyside on the other side of this break. And, of course, we're talking the managers of Merseyside. Roberto Martinez on the blue half and Brendan Rogers on the red half. Stay tuned. We're back after this. World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. the world's best matches live
wherever you are with Fox Soccer to Go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Are you sick and tired of cable and satellite prices going up and up and up? If you're a sports fan like me, one of the main reasons you're keeping your TV subscription is to watch ESPN. But did you know that you can cut the cord, cancel your TV subscription, and watch ESPN live and legally on your computer, tablet, Roku, or phone and save a ton of money? With a subscription to Sling TV, you can watch all the ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, and AMC that you want. Plus, you also get the SEC Network, ESPN Bases Loaded, ESPN Buzzer Beater, Univision, and much more. From Sports Center to Hoops, Sling TV has got the best in live sports action and commentary. And today, you can get a free seven-day trial to Sling TV just by going to slingmytv.com. Again, to get a seven-day free trial to Sling TV, go to slingmytv.com today. That's slingmytv.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S., Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Want to be the next great sports announcer? Check out Rabble.tv, where you call the action. You already know more than the guys on TV. It's time to show the world what you can do by sharing your insights and opinions about the sports you love. Like football, baseball, basketball, soccer, MMA, wrestling, and more. Everything from the biggest matchups in the world to a game right in your neighborhood. Join other Rabblers who are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. So mute the audio coming from that network guy who never liked your team anyway, and let us hear what you think. Rabble.tv Nate Abarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com is our guest. We're talking Everton, talking Merseyside, talking Premier League in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Let's talk about the managers on Merseyside right now, Lyndon, and and take kind of a a broad look at the Liverpool, the the city of Liverpool in regards to the managers of Everton and Liverpool Football Club. Remarkable similarities as far as the situations that both 
find themselves in going into this 2015-2016 campaign. Again, the, the juxtaposition of the 13-14 season, which was just incredible on both sides of Stanley Park, to then the massive disappointments on both sides of Stanley Park in the last Premier League season, 14 and 15. Let's start off with Roberto Martinez. Let's start off with, uh, with the Everton gaffer. When is uh, – I'm trying to figure out the right way to phrase this. How close is the guillotine to Roberto Martinez right now? Because it's such a unique situation and the idea of, of a man being able to create a, a project of sorts within a top-flight club. What's it going to take for him to get the axe – at Goodison Park, how bad would it have to get for Roberto Martinez to get the sack? <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, in terms of, you know, you talk about building a project, that's certainly something that his predecessor, David Moyes, was able to do over 11 years. Uh, having inherited, I mean, Moyes inherited a mess and stabilized the club. Uh, Martinez, of course, inherited a team that was regularly challenging in the top eight, sometimes for Europe. Uh, and so I think given the squad that he inherited and the position that he came in at, the expectations are obviously a little higher. Um, I, I honestly think that they were, he, was, he came close last season um, to having that, that guillotine primed, let's say. Um, there was a time after New Year where a, a few people were worried just where things were going to end up in terms of our, our slide from the previous season. Uh, and any time relegation becomes an issue, um, things start to get a little a little bit um, squirrely. Um, so in terms of the fans' patience, I think if they were man in the guillotine, it would fall a lot quicker. But in Bill Kenlight, <laughs> you've got someone who's, who's shown a lot of patience um, and is prepared, obviously prepared to give his man some time. Uh, so you're right. It's a, it's a unique situation for us because we haven't we haven't really been in this situation since Walter Smith left in 2002. Uh, obviously, Moyes left of his own accord. Uh, so it'll be it will, it will be interesting to see just how bad things do have to get before that talk starts up. Was it uh, was it David Unsworth uh, who scored the goal in in Moyes' first game? The the 15 seconds into that match, am I, am I remembering yes. that correctly? You are yes. <laughs> One of the great moments in, in English managerial history, David Moyes taking over at Everton uh, back in back in the early 2000s. Help me out here, Linda. Was it 02 or 03 when Moyes took over? I think it was March 02. March 02 and the first match at the helm, Unsworth scores like 20 seconds in at Goodison Park. And people kind of look around going, wow, things are pretty crap right now, but this, this might be a sign of, uh, of, of good things to come. So uh, yeah. cheers, cheers yeah, to you, Moisey. Love, uh, love that clip. Check that one out on the YouTube uh, if you haven't seen it. And now I got to ask you one follow-up question about Roberto Martinez. Last year on the World Soccer Talk podcast, which is a, a Premier League review show, uh, we talked all about Roberto Martinez putting, seemingly putting all of his competitive eggs in the Europa League basket. Now, we were, we were reviewing the Premier League, and every week we'd talk about seemingly a, a poor Everton Premier League performance. Then they'd go out on a Thursday night, and they'd, they'd do work in European competition, and they'd look like a, a completely different team. As an Everton supporter yourself, 
How did you feel about that last year? Because we were talking about it like September, October. Once the season really progressed, that became a very common topic uh, around the world, and, and I'm sure in England. Yeah, it, it, we had. Uh, I, I certainly came to the same conclusion around about the same time, September, October time. It seemed that you know the the, the squad was being primed for those for those European nights, and they certainly responded. Uh, it helped a lot that the European games tended to, tended to be a lot more open, uh, whereas the Premier League. A lot of the, uh, the the defenses that came to Goodison Park were set out to stop us from playing, whereas in Europe there was a lot more openness, and uh, they certainly capitalized on that. Um, Roberto had employed this counter-attacking strategy against the the likes of Manchester United and, and Arsenal the season before, and the same the same results um, happened in Europe the, the, the following season. Uh, in terms of the Champions League. Um, carrot that was at the end of that run that if we'd won the competition um, that that you know if, if we'd got the Champions League that way there, I don't think many of us would have argued um, with him putting all his eggs into that basket and certainly until we until we got to Kiev everything was going fine the plan was the plan was working great um, the irony is is that um, he took out one of his best eggs in John Stones for that match and put in Al- Anton Alcaraz. And the whole thing blew up in his face. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Lyndon, let, let's shift over uh, to the red half of Merseyside right now. And it's always great getting, and we've had a few uh, you know, Everton experts uh, on the show. I always love getting an Everton take on what's going on uh, with, with Liverpool Football Club. And again, the remarkable similarities between the situation that Roberto Martinez finds himself in and that of Brendan Rodgers at Anfield. Talk about those similarities uh, from, from your point of view, and let's bring out the guillotine again. What do you think? How, how bad will it have to get for Brendan Rodgers to get the sack at Liverpool this year? I would imagine that this is his last season. Um, I mean, when you talk about expectation, it's got to be a lot higher at somewhere like Liverpool. Um, I mean, obviously for us, the Liverpool situation is simultaneously infuriating because of just the sheer amount of money that they get to throw around, and um, and it still doesn't work. And uh, amusing because, as I say, it's the, whatever they're trying, um, they're consistently failing to get back to where they believe they belong, which is on top of the Premier League. Um, so, yes, I think... Um, there was obviously talk in the media last season when things weren't going so well that he was that he was up for the up for the sack, and I, I got to believe that this season um, would be his last if he can't um, improve on last season. Certainly. So if if no top four, Rogers is gone. Oh, I would think so. I would think so. Well, I'm I'm right there with you, and you, you said something uh, a, a few moments ago that kind of struck a chord here because you say where they they think they should be. Well, where is it that they should be? Because I get in this argument with so many fellow Liverpool supporters and and even just fans of the Premier League. It's the fifth or sixth best roster in the entire league right now. So why should there be these expectations of the top four? I think that just comes down to history, and it's a bit like Everton too. Um, we certainly feel that we should be um, back in that that big five that we were considered to be in the 1980s and early early 1990s. And Liverpool, historically, before the Premier League, were winning were winning the championship almost every season. Um, 
and that's a, a generational thing that I suppose over time will be weeded out of them if they don't get back there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of um, in terms of as you say, their, their budget and their squad, they should be in that top four or five. Um, certainly, uh, the season before last, when they almost won the title, um, you can put a lot of that down to Luis Suarez, I think, and um, just the. Um, that magical ingredient that confidence will give you when you just go on a run, you just can't, you just can't stop winning. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Liverpool fans feel that they should be back there. Uh, they believe that's where they should be, but uh, reality is obviously telling them something different. Brazilian magic on the red half of Stanley Park this year. Coutinho and Firmino. We'll see uh, how how that whole thing works out. Hey, Lyndon Lloyd, we got two minutes before we got to head to another break here. And with all the American listeners tuning in right now, as an Everton fan, talk about your confidence in Tim Howard uh, going into this season. Definitely a bit of a topsy turvy kind of situation uh, with Timmy. But we got two minutes before we got to head to break. Let us know your take on Tim Howard right now and where your level of confidence in the Yank keeper is. Yeah, his confidence was badly shaken last season, I have to say. Coming off the World Cup and his, you know, Secretary of Defense, his new title, we thought you know, he's going <laughs> to just signed a new contract, taking him up to whatever birthday, 39, 40, that, um, and we were confident he was gonna, still going to be the number one. <clears throat> and then the first few months of the season, he, he, he had a shocker. And um, you know, it, was, um, it was nice to see uh, Joe Robles, who's his understudy, come in in January while, while Tim was injured um, and actually stake a claim for those gloves. Because uh, it, I, whether, whether it was something mental with, with Howard, you know, following his decision to, to take a year out from the U.S. men's national team, uh, it just, he just didn't seem to be 100% focused. Uh, second half of the season was a bit better, um, so we'll, we'll have to see how things turn out for him this, this coming season. Uh, but there's a few people looking beyond him now and thinking that Roberto needs to find that next, that next successor. There are a few things in the sporting world. This goes for soccer or just about any other sport that has ever been played on planet Earth. There are a few things that can light a fire underneath someone more than the threat of losing your job. And so seeing what Robles did coming in for Everton last year, just by having a few good performances, what that did to Tim Howard mentally, I think it was a blessing in so many ways uh, for Everton. And, and let's hope that Tim Howard uh, can have a fantastic season here in the 2015-16 Premier League campaign. We shall see. Will he be the Secretary of Defense or will it be Howler City at Goodison? You can only imagine. Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com is our guest. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich? Sure. Right now they're two for four dollars, but could you say that word again? Croissant sandwich? Oh, where I'm from we say croissant sandwich. Where are you from? From behind this counter? Piled high with thick-cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4, only at Burger King. And for more great deals, download the BK app at bk.com slash app. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website 
for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt, and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, -play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. Rebel.tv. Nate Alvarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. This Wednesday, a bit of an overlooked but quite prestigious soccer game kicks off when River Plate of Argentina takes on Tigres of Mexico in the 2015 final of the Copa Libertadores, the second leg, live on U.S. television. Well, World Soccer Talk radio listeners, I would like to invite you to join Latin American soccer expert, friend of the show, Juan Arango, as he'll be sharing his thoughts and opinions during the game live on Rabble.tv. With Rabble, the concept is simple. All you got to do, tune in to the Spanish-language broadcast on Fox Deportes, press the mute button, and then head on over to Rabble.tv to listen to Juan sharing his analysis in English, by the way. Juan, an incredible bilingual broadcaster, just so you know. With Rabble, you can listen to their broadcast on your desktop, through your iOS app, and now through your mobile browser. Plus, you can join in by posting your questions or observations in the comment section. Or why don't you go create your own broadcast? Call one of your team's games. It's easy. It's free. Sign up today. Try it out. Rabble.tv. What a fantastic concept. Great supporters of this show. All the support. 
to the good folks at Rabble.tv. But will it be River Plate? Will it be Tigres lifting the Copa Libertadores trophy? Tigres trying to become the first Mexican side to lift the Copa Libertadores since Mexican sides were allowed into the competition back in the 90s. River Plate trying to get back to their glory days. They haven't won this thing since the 90s themselves. Find out this Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern with Juan Arango live on Rabble.tv. Nil-nil after the first leg, all to play for in Buenos Aires. Rio Plata, River Plate, Tigres. Cannot wait. Wednesday night, second leg, Copa Libertadores final. Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com is our guest in this edition of the show. We've talked all about Everton, Merseyside, the Premier League, so much more, and we'll get right back into that uh, here in a few minutes. But what I want to talk with you now uh, about, Lyndon, is ToffeeWeb.com. Give us a little background of how this thing came to be and and what it's become and and where it can uh, go from here. <laughs> Become a monster. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the the longest running Everton site on the web. Uh, it was started way back in 1994, when you know beginning of the the web as we know it. I think it's probably one of the first football sites of any description on the web. Uh, and curiously, it was started by a Finn uh, named Marco Putianen, who um, decided to to translate some historical content about the the team that he followed from Finland, uh, recruited. Um, a Liverpudlian expat living in Seattle, of all places, named Michael Kenrick. Uh, and together they, they, they built this, this content resource, um, which at the time had no name. It was just a, just a URL. And it kind of grew from there. Um, and then a couple of years later, I got into web programming. And, and obviously the first thing I'm going to do is build a, a site to, to do with Everton. Uh, and that grew. And these, these two big sites, grew um, together alongside each other until about 2001, where um, Michael and I just casually emailed each other and said, look, you're all content. I'm design and, and, and fan articles. Why don't we just merge? And so that's what we did. Um, so, yeah, about 14 years later, um, we have what we believe is the, the most in-depth uh, online resource to, um, about Everton. And, um, and we're trying to improve it every year. Um, and, uh, of course, we are, I think, three-time WorldSoccer.com award winners, actually. So it's going well. Fantastic stuff, Lyndon. I love the monster that is ToffeeWeb.com. <laughs> and, uh, and touch on this real quickly because we, we have a lot of guests on the show who, who produce websites, who, who have blogs that they run, and there's so much great stuff going around the, the Internet these days as far as soccer sites. And... Finding that perfect balance between a fan site, which a lot of these blogs, and whether it's something with Major League Soccer here in the States, the Premier League in England, or or any other league around the world, these, these quality fan sites. And then you get the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, expert analysis and, and the, the real expert takes and, and the quality punditry uh, within a website. Talk about finding that balance between fandom and analysis. Yeah, that's really that's really the sweet spot, and um, it, it's something that we've that I've been trying to to integrate more and more, given you know, the size of our site and the, the stature that we've managed to to build up over time. Um, that's the sort of thing that I, I'm looking for now is to try and get because there are plenty of fans, not just Everton fans, you know, people who 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 follow football who can write just as well 
uh, some of the um, you know the the established um, journalists and you know in some cases even better. Um, and so yeah, it's a, it is a, as I say, it's a it's a sweet spot of of being able to to give readers something more than than just amateur fan opinion, uh, you know, as passionate as it may be, uh, to try and get some of the the more um, analytical um, statistics based stuff as well to really round out round out the coverage. Well, absolutely. And uh, Lyndon, earlier in the show, I said we should we should take kind of a broad look uh, at at the city of Liverpool. Take a broad look at at the Merseyside soccer scene uh, going into the season. And as as a Liverpool supporter myself, my God, do I love having Evertonians on this show. And and I'll explain that a little bit more here in a few minutes of of why I have such a deep affection for Everton Football Club and and for all uh, Toffee supporters. And so. That perfectly transitions into October the 4th, which is, God, almost exactly two months from right now. It's the first Derby day of the season, Liverpool and Everton in the Merseyside Derby. And we make sure that is uh, at Goodison, I believe, on, uh, on October the 4th. Talk about now, Lyndon, for you uh, as, as an Everton supporter, but also, and this is important, also as someone who follows the rest of the country and even follows derbies around the world. Talk about what makes the Merseyside Derby unique for you. I mean, there's, there's really nothing like it. I, I can't say I've been to, to many um, derbies apart from the Liverpool Derby live, um, but obviously I've seen them on TV. And they, they all have their own special characteristic. And um, obviously the, the Everton one is built on this, this, this friendly derby notion where you have families split right down the middle who will go to the game together. They will sit together, um, you know, reds and blues side by side. You know, I've done it many times, sat next to a red shirt, a Liverpool fan. And um, you know, it, it, it's, it's amazing, you know, when you see certainly in other derbies where, you know, the fights break out and you know, things start getting thrown. Um, it, it really is unique in that respect. And I think that's what makes it so special. Um, the rivalry is intense. Yeah, some people think it's got a little more, little more bitter, and the, the, the overtone is a bit more dark in recent seasons, and that may be the case. But, but at, at the roots of it, there's still that um, that familial and um, sort of almost brotherhood bond between the the two teams that that really was reinforced around about Hillsborough, where the city just came together, and and still do to this day. I mean, you know, the Hillsborough situation is far from put to bed, um, and, and that so that 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 thread, that common bond, is still very strong few moments more special uh, than the 1989 FA Cup final of, of both sets of fans at Wembley. Liverpool Everton at Wembley chanting Merseyside just weeks after Hillsborough had happened. This true moment of solidarity between all fans of, of any soccer team in the city of Liverpool. One of the most beautiful moments uh, in, in the history of, of that great rivalry. And I got to ask you now, the floor is yours, Lyndon, as a proud Evertonian Give me a few of your favorite Merseyside Derby moments over the last few years. Uh, well, there haven't been as many as we'd like, that's for sure. Um, you know, the, certainly there's, some, there's a few in the 90s where we had a, a stretch under Joe Royal where Liverpool just couldn't beat us, and there's some great derbies then. Um, Danny, Danny Karamatri running away from Neil Ruddock comes to mind. Um, certainly more recently, um, the one where Lee Carsley scored the only goal and, and Tim Cahill's picture at the top of a, a pile of bodies. Uh, with his arm raised, that one's um, become an iconic image. 
Um, but yeah, in, in recent seasons, we've 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 struggled, and um, we, we'd like to obviously start getting getting back on top in, in that matchup. Um, I think the the, fir- the one the first one under Roberto was pretty special. The uh, the three three at Goodison Park. We didn't win, but it was a it was a fantastic game, and uh, we had a couple of great goals from our, our new man Lukaku. Um, and then I think probably the one that sticks out the most for me is the. Uh, uh, the derby at, uh, at Anfield where Andre Kanchelski scored twice. That was a fantastic result for us and a fantastic player. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I got to throw this out right now. I'm looking up on my wall right now, and I still have my, my framed picture of the back page of the Liverpool Echo from April of 1999 with Robbie Fowler. The the headline is Robbie Howler, and then in the up uh, top upper corner, out of line. Robbie Fowler answers the abuse of Everton fans by sinking to his knees and running his nose along the white line of the penalty area. One of the greatest goal celebrations in the history of the beautiful game. Steve McManaman picking him up saying, what are you doing? You're going to get suspended, you crazy sod. Get out of here. That is one of my favorite Derby moments. I was actually in Liverpool uh, for that Merseyside Derby back in 1999. And I want to touch on this. You know, before we finish this conversation, you brought up something that's so important uh, to me as as a fan of Liverpool, and that is that in the time that I've spent in the city and and the extended stays uh, that happened when I was eight years old and fourteen years old, what I'll never forget is being at places like the Flute, the the Philharmonic, and and one of the greatest memories, the top of the uh, the Anglican Cathedral uh, in Liverpool, and these interactions that I'd have with Everton supporters and, and especially elderly uh, Everton supporters and, and the lad at the, at the top of the uh, Anglican cathedral. When I said, Hey, uh, can you show me which direction Anfield is? We, we got the binoculars and he looked at me and he just said, no. And he turned back and I said, well, what if I ask you where Goodison is? And he goes, all right, I'll show you where both of them are. And he came back and, and we, we show and he looks over. It was the most amazing experience. He goes here, put your binoculars right there. All right, move them an inch to the right. And there you go. You see both stadiums. Everton fans have treated me over the years with such a level of respect. And I know there's obviously exceptions to the rule, and there's places that I might not want to go wearing my Liverpool shirt. But just touch on that again as far as where that comes from. I mean, this level of, of meeting this, this Yank Liverpool supporter and, and these proud Toffees treat me like I'm one of their own. I mean, wh- where does that come from deeply? I think it, it's a it's, it's a Liverpool it's a Liverpool thing. It's a Scouser thing. It's not really one team or the other. They're some of the most welcoming people in the world, and that's certainly been my experience every time every time I go there. Um, and so yeah, so that that what you just what you just said doesn't doesn't surprise me in the least. It's um, maybe it's because it's a port city. Maybe it's because it's uh, so many people from so many different walks of life and countries have have moved through there and settled there that, that maybe that's where it comes from. But yes, you're right. It's a, it's a very welcoming place. Lyndon, uh, we got less than two minutes left here with you. So before we let you go from the program, please let the good listeners of World Soccer Talk Radio know how they can get a hold of you, where they can send uh, their, their hashtag Sack Martinez tweets, where they can tell you that Tim <laughs> Howard is getting a rough deal of it at Goodison Park, and where they can tell you that they love your work. You can visit us, obviously, at toffeeweb.com. Uh, you can sign up to be a member. It's free, and that'll enable you to to comment on the site. If you're an Evertonian, you can reach us on Twitter, obviously, which is at ToffeeWeb. 
Uh, myself, I'm Evertonian on Toffee with a one for the I. And uh, those, are the, those are the places where you can find us, and we're, we're always there. Lyndon, it's never too early to give predictions. We're two months out, October the 4th at Goodison, the first Merseyside derby of the season. Give me a scoreline, sir. 2-1 to Everton. Fingers oh. crossed. Classy. Classy. Who's getting the goals? <laughs> uh, let's say uh, Lukaku and De La Feu. All right. I'll, I'll give it to you. you. You've done so well on the show. I'll let you end on that. Cheers to you, Lyndon of ToffeeWeb.com. Really appreciate your time, sir, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks for having me. Again, that was Lyndon Lloyd. Check out the website, toffeeweb.com. Everton 2, Liverpool 1 on October the 4th. All right, we'll let him have it. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Daniel Sturridge, hat trick, Liverpool 3-0. We'll see. Stay tuned. We're back after this. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707 Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels, too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. 
You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Soccer Talk Radio back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher, and checking out WorldSoccerTalk.com. A huge tip of the cap to Lyndon Lloyd of ToffeeWeb.com for joining us in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio, talking all things Everton, all things Merseyside, all things Premier League. The Prem starts on Saturday. Would you believe it? Chelsea trying to defend their crown. Yeah, they lost a community shield, but what does that really mean? It's just a little sneak peek at what a couple of sides are up to. As far as that sneak peek goes, if I were an Arsenal fan, I'd be pretty darn excited right now. Again, stay tuned for those Premier League picks, those predictions as far as the standings, the table in the Barclays Premier League for the 2015-2016 season. Stay tuned for the World Soccer Talk podcast, the Prem Review Show with the likes of Carter Krishnire, Robin Burke, Grant Kerr, Nikki Hollander, and of course, yours truly, Nate Abarea. And we'll have a few other fantastic guests throughout the season. Cannot wait to get truly stuck in to another Premier League campaign What a great show. Another cheers to Lyndon Lloyd. Cheers to the gaffer, Christopher Harris. Come on, you swans. For the producers in San Francisco, again, my name is Nate Abarea. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now. Liverpool, Everton, Merseyside, proud. Done well here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Cheers!